0: I, I like when we start learning something. It should be somewhat related to, this, to the time of the year. You know, I'll dare, uh, I'll dare what we say, living with the time. Um, so if it's not the Pasha at least uh, So we know in the month of Adar, um, there are many in Yanim who talk about Purim, but I figure that uh, we'll do something a little different that is only remotely connected to Purim. And uh, and the, the the in there, even though it, it, is, it mentions Purim, but it's something that is ongoing and try to all the times. So I'm gonna read first this Maseh from the Gemara in Avadazara. Uh, I'm gonna go quick in certain parts that are not uh, the focus of the discussion. We'll do some of the mefashim that are on the page, some mefashim I'll, I'll mention orally, and then we'll uh, try to see what we could get out of this so this the, the the story begins when rabbi yesi bin Kisma got sick rabbi chanina ben taradioin went to visit him to be mevaker and rabbi chanina ben taradioin was rabbi yesi ben Kisma's cousin and he was also a gabay tzedakah that prat is very important for the Hemshek of the story what is a gabay tzedakah a gabay tzedakah is somebody who people give him the money and he gives it out to Danim. Okay, we know that the best way of giving tzedakah is when you don't know who you gave and the person who received doesn't know who gave. And like this, everybody keeps face. So the way to organize this, you need to have a gabay tzedakah. So people give to Rabbi Hanem and money and he goes and distribute that money. He keeps it separately, of course, and he gives it uh, uh, at the right time to Danim. So Rabbi Yuchanev and Rajin goes to Rabbi Kisma and he tells him, Amar Loi, Chanina my brother, even though he's his cousin, but I guess um, we find it in the Chumash as well that, uh, you know, Avron tells Loi, brothers, even though they were not exactly brothers. Don't you know that this, this uh, government, and he's referring to the Romans, were appointed by the Ebishter and how do I know that? burned out the the Samikdash, destroyed it, killed the best of the hidden. and is still in charge. That means that the Ebishter is allowing such a Mamlocha to continue. And I heard about you that you are sitting and learning Torah publicly, Makil Barabim. And uh, the saying, you know, the, the Romans said that you're not allowed to teach Barabim. Torah and the Sefer Torah is right there on your chest, which means you can't even fake it and say that you're just talking about other things. That you get caught, you have no way out. Amar Amarloi answers Rabbi Khanina Bent Radium Mina Shomai Mirahmu, Rav Rab Rahmone min Shomai. Makes sense, no? That shows you as Bitochen. You know? Why not? Learning of Mr. Snefesh with Bitochen. Amar Loy, Rabbi Khanidah, Rabbi Yassi ben Kisma answers him, Anya Merlo Khadvarim Shaltam, but I'm not saying that's a very I am telling you things that make sense, and you're answering me, min Sham Mirahmu. Let's uh, stop pause here for a second. Is Rabbi Yassi Ben Kisma implying that Minashma Mi is nonsense? Because he's saying I'm telling you something that makes sense, and you telling me Minashama Mi that means Minashram is nonsense. How could he talk like this? I mean this is this is a Sharisha Imuna, is that you know Ali Min Al Yimnatswami Arachamim? It says afilu filu kheref khada munachas al sarah shaladom al yimnats mmu minarachamim. And then you go, you're saying, I'm not even at that point yet of Cherif I may get caught. So, makes sense? He says, No, it doesn't make sense. Why does it make sense? So, let's look in Rashi. Rashi says, I'm telling you things that make sense. I am showing you that the Eivishte is allowing these people to go and kill the Yidden who are doing what you're doing. So why do you think Minashama Mirahmu? Harges Chasidov. Already before They came, they killed everybody. But on you, then there wasn't Mina Shamirahmu on them. But after on you, Minashama Mirahmu, that doesn't make sense. Then he continues. I wonder if they're not going to catch you and burn you together with the Sephataire in fire. Now, of course, Rabbi Chanina ben tradian mm-hmm. knows that Rabbi Yisimakisma is a tzaddik, and when he says something like this, it's not just um, you know uh, an eventuality, a possibility it may happen. When he's saying this, is that basically I'm telling you what's going to happen. So now Rabbi Khanir ben tradian has two options: to stop, because that's what's going to happen, or to say, well, okay, that's what's going to happen. But if that's what's going to happen, and I'll continue, am I going to get olam haba at least? Find Now, do you think there's a question here? This man is meiser nefesh, for limud Torah, for teaching Torah. Barabin. there's no doubt he's getting olam haba. But Rabbi, he's not sure. But so he's asking Rabbi Yisben Kisma. Rabbi Yisben Kisma is also not sure, and he's telling him. <coughs> <coughs> Have you done any action? What difference does it make? Let's look in Rashi. <coughs> Let me find out how you behave. In other words, I understand, I see, I hear you. You're learning all the time. That's beautiful. Let me see what else you do. Okay. We're going to need to explain this a bit later. He says, this is what happened. The money that I have put aside for Purim, I made a mistake, and it got mixed up, and I gave it out to to the Anim. I thought that this was the the purse of Tzedakah that I had in my hand, in my pocket. Um, Let me just uh, put it in in, in actual Begashmias. You've seen people on Thursday morning, they come to shul and they say, you know, mishpaches for Shabbos. Okay. We have in every shul over here in Montreal, um, representatives of a certain fund that, that started by Rabbi Gerenitsky. that they give out every Thursday, they give out money for Shabbos to, to the mishpaches that need it. This man who's going around, he has actually two um, wallets. He has his own wallet. And he has the wallet in which it's only money shall tzedakah. You go in with whatever, you give him a 50, and you need change. He's going to open the wallet of, of tzedakah. He's going to say, put it in there, take what you need. This, this is what was happening. And as we said earlier, that he was a Gabbai tzedakah. So therefore, he had, like everybody else, he had his own wallet. But he also has the wallet of tzedakah. Came for Purim, came on Purim. In his wallet, he has his own money. The money that he put aside for Purim, to his believers with two opinions, Rashi is telling us, the, the money that I put aside in my purse, in my wallet, I put money aside that I'll spend for Sudas Purim. But I made a mistake. I give it out to the Anim. I thought this was the money of the wallet of Tzedakah. So I took the wallet and I went around to the Anim, I did my round and I gave out the money. Then I realized that the money that I gave out was the money, my own money, that I put aside for Purim. So what are you allowed to do, Alpidin? Alpidin, you're allowed to pay yourself back. Okay? And he says, <laughs> I didn't reimburse myself from the wallet, from the wallet of Tzedakah. Um, let's see, let's stop on this for a second, talk about the halacha that is related to that in Yeridea, Reshnun Zayin. And Shkanoch says over there in Seifhei, uh, that if somebody, if a Gabbai Tzedakah realizes that, um, he doesn't have the money with him now, but he has his own money, so he is allowed to give out his own money to tzedakah, and that's called malvel tzedakah. He's lending it to the tzedakah. He's giving his own money, and when he gets, gets home, nifra is allowed to, 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 take reimbursement from the wallet of tzedakah. A clear halacha. And in Seivav, Shchanauch says that if he's a Gabet tzedakah who is still run is still working as a Gabbai tzedakah. He could even come to the board of the charity and says, Hilvesi, I, 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 I lent money to the, tz, to the tzedakah, now go get some money and pay me back. He's allowed to do that. He's without a Shavua. Even though there is absolutely no witness. And he's. But he's Nehman without a Shavua. Because Agabai Tzedakah is trusted that if he gives out money, <coughs> He's giving out the money, he's giving out the money of tzedakah and if once he needed to put out the money, he could take back from the money of tzedakah. So here we have Rabbi Hanila ben Tradayin who spent his own money thinking he was the money of tzedakah and he gave it out to the Aniim. When he got home and he realized, oh, that's the wrong wallet. Instead of taking that money and use it himself for his Sudaspurim according to Rashi, he said, no, that money was kind of mukdash. And if you see over there, that is actually over here, the Ritva says that it's not considered hekdash. There is no hekdash in this money. The money itself wasn't designated, you cannot use it for something else. You could use it for yourself now, because what really matters is the amount. I mean, let's go back in history. They ever gave us dollars to give to tzedakah. When ever gave us a dollar, it wasn't so you should frame it and hang it. They give a dollar. We should give it to Tzedakah. Did anybody give that dollar to Tzedakah? I don't think so. I should cut it up. But, but, uh, they, because they have to give it to Tzedakah. But really, you take this money and you keep it and you give another dollar without his offer to Tzedakah. And that's 100% allowed they have made you a shliach for tzedakah and gave you a dollar you didn't give that dollar what matters is not the actual coin the actual bill what <clears throat> matters is the amount and that is what rabbi was allowed to do and he, d- he didn't do he went lifting and he spent his money his own money that he gave out for tzedakah then the money of tzedakah, the person said, people gave it to me for tzedakah, I'm giving it for tzedakah. Then he had to go, you know, under the balatot the, the and find some other money he had put away and use it for his own Sudaspurim. It's interesting, in the Sikh, the brings another opinion that, that says that it was actually not the money of Sudaspurim, It was the money that he had put aside for Matanas Ha'iv So for him, this money was earmarked for tzedakah. And he, but what did he do? He gave it out not to his regular Yainim, he gave it out to the people, to the anim of the community. Then he realized, oh no, I gave the, around that money. He could have taken the money of Tzedakah and give it to Yainim, because even if you say there is any type of hekdesh, it goes to Tzedakah and that's fine. But no, he gave that money again to Tzedakah and then he had to go and again, give out money for Yainim again because he says the first Matmaslaviyenim that I gave he wasn't my Matana Slave I gave it in mind that he was my Tzedakah, the community's money. So he doesn't count for my Matana Slave So according to this opinion, it turns out that he spent three times he gave the money to Tzedakah. The first time was his own money, but he thought it was the community's money. So he gave it out. Then he gave the community's money instead of paying himself back and give it to Tzedakah, he gave it again to this of the of the community. Then he took money out and he gave again a third time tzedakah. According to Rashi, only twice he gave tzedakah. Because the marechal tzedakah he gave it and then he gave back again and then it was his uh, money of, of uh, Sudaspurin. That uh, just a uh, difference uh, of how much he spent. <coughs> so he shows that he went lifting Mishur Asadin. That's impressive to Rabbi Yassi ben Kisma and he tells him. He tells him, <laughs> I wish I have you, and you, not that you are wondering if you have, you have such. I wish I had the same as you. The marshal over here says that he's taking two words, and is for the Torah that you learn. I wish I have you for the Torah that you learn. And I wish I have you goyral in Eulam Abba for the mitzvahs that you do. Because <laughs> over here you're showing that you have toyre and mitzvahs. Yeah, you showed me toyre and mitzvahs. Or, in Tanya you have these two l'shemes. It's also the same word? I, I, I don't know, it's uh, a... <laughs> uh, yeah. so it's yeah. good word. Yeah. you, no, it's using yeah, yeah. Tanya, no? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's a But yeah. it's, uh, it's also these two l'shemes. Because the, the, the marshes bring it in chiddusha so even though it is nigleh, but it's agadeta so It's a beetzem <coughs> Maybe yeshleimah Yeah. All right. So then, what is the rest of the story? So I'm just gonna go orally because there is so much uh, to say. But the rest of the story is that Rabbi Chanina ben Rabbi Yasim ben Kisma passed away uh, within a few days of this mm-hmm. mase, and right after that. um the Kudoyle Röymi went to eulogize him because everybody had a lot of respect for Rabbi Yossi Ben Obviously he was uh, compliant, you know, so I'm sure he learned plenty, but he didn't do it blatantly. So they had a lot of respect for him. And they went, and while they were coming back from the Levaya, they found Rabbi Chanina b'n'tradio in learning Torah barabim with the Sefer Torah. They took him, and they surrounded him with, they wrapped him around the Sefer Torah, and they put uh, uh, cotton, uh, yeah, cotton. Uh, uh, wool, uh, wool into his heart, next <coughs> to his heart, wet wool into, next to his heart, So, so the fire shouldn't burn him fast. They actually put twigs, very little fire. So it should take a long time for him to uh, to 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 die. The rest of, I mean, it's very very graphic, very gruesome. Um, That then to the point in which um, in which the Talmidim told him, "Matagoye." Mm-hmm. And Tosfos uh, is saying, Mataroye obviously was saying Grace Yonim over there. You know, he's he's being killed, Kiddush Hashem. So they want to know, you know, because he seems to be insensitive. He's are watching him down. He said, Rebbe. What do you see? So he said. He answered him. and the the, the letters are flying, but the gvil, the the cloth is is uh, is burning. But the letters, he can't touch them. So aldech what he, what he was saying was that they could burn my goof, but sham the they can't touch it. So they told him, Afato, you also open your mouth and let yourself die faster by letting the fire it, take you on, rather than trying to avoid it. So he says, No, the one who took, uh, the one who gave me life, is the one who take it. I cannot do it. However, after that, the executioner told him, Rebbe, if I am marbe bashal heves, I make the fire bigger and I take away the tzemer uh, are you going to take me together with to, with you to elam boy He says, Yes. So he says, shavali. Promise me, he promised him. So he did that and he gave him uh, more fire and he took away the Tzemer and the uh, Yatsan and he passed away immediately. And right away, Afu Kafaz the executioner, jumped into the fire as well and he, he, he died. And the Bascoil came out and says and says, Rabbi Hanina ben Tradiyon and his executioner are invited to mizumanim em l'chayyayilam abod. Invited to elam <coughs> um, And uh, then the conclusion of the Maaseh is, <coughs> the same thing he said uh, one one daf earlier. In the Rebbe says when you he heard the Maaseh, he says he cries and he says, there are those who are acquiring the Elam in one moment, like the executioner who just jumped and that's it, because he felt bad for Rabbi ben suffering. And then others that he takes them toiling of many, many years until they got to Abba. some Chagav. is asking, you know, he himself says a minute ago to his Talmidim, I can't kill myself, let the take it. And then he tells the executioner, yeah, yeah, you could do that. How, uh, how does that match? So, this is explaining that Al-Pidin, of course, nobody is allowed to kill himself, for sure. However, when it is beshas Hashmad, and somebody is afraid <laughs> that they are going to torture him to the point in which he's going to have to do mm-hmm. Avada so better that he should kill himself. Uh, and, of course, you know, Allah uh, and can, right? So, uh, the... the um, it's actually written in, in the Rishonim that even though it's a Lochoven moirimken but Kvar Hoyru Gdoi At the time of the Crusades, the Gdoi the, Letzarfas the said that that's what is to be done. And like it, it brings Mises in the, uh, at the time of the Hurben, when the Koyanim were going to be uh, asked to do something that it doesn't befit the Kehuna, so they they, they uh, jumped and they killed themselves and the shoal and so on. So that explains why he allowed the executioner to do that. Um, the question you understand that the mile of chuva is that is dilug. And the of tzadikim is a So the walking means that you're limited in your steps, even though you're going always one step ahead, ahead, ahead all the time, but point, point B is always limited to how far your legs could take you from point A. When you walk, one foot is on the ground, and you're only moving one foot. So therefore, even though you're advancing, your advancement is very limited. On the other hand, Aveda Sachuva is diluk when you're skipping, both feet are off the ground. So therefore, your point B is the point A. So makes you that, gives you that ability to jump to the next point where you were before. Good, so that's not the question. Now we need to explain, what we need to explain is where was the doubt of Rabbi Chanina um, and and moreover, let's really understand Let's get to the bottom of it. Limud Torah of his life, whole life, did not give him Olam Abba, but the tzedakeh he gave on Purim, extra money on tzedake, that's the one thing that gave him Olam Abba. It's very hard to understand. And I'll go further to say that if you say, if you look at the words of Rebbe, Yesh ko'inu Olamo B'Sha'achas, Yesh ko'inu Olamo B'Kam Shanim. Obviously, the one who kein B'Sha'achas was the executioner. And Rabbi Chana ben and therefore he's Elamabo. He's not from the Maschul Purim. Shal Purim, this half is one time. If that would have been the case, Rabbi would have said, <laughs> The same thing. So no, for sure that is Torah. Is, 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 is so then why is it that when he spoke about the Tzedakah, then he went completely crazy? Wow, For sure, for that you're getting Elamabo. How do you measure that? Why is it so important to understand this is because there are a lot of misinterpretation of this story befrat in the enlightened movement of Gemara learning people. You know, those who speak with the better English than me when they give a shia. I've heard people say and write that from this Maise you learn that is not what matters. Your action is what matters. He clearly says a Maise waiker. Okay, that's debatable for sure. Maiser but are we going to say that the Limuda with Misun kisma doesn't matter? And what matters is that one time he gave extra tzedakah. It's very hard to say. So then, if his oilama came from his mis'toyre, why did he need to ask about the tzedakah? There's a mime in Torah Oil where the al explains this. Problem is that the al has a lot of vichulus. And with the Rebbe's Kitzur aloshen, Rabbim Vetoivim could get the wrong impression. The good thing for us is that came the Mitle Rebbe <clears throat> after and the Mitler Rebbe explains everything, everything is explained very, very much at length. It's unequivocal. We get it. We understand for sure what is the Kavana. So here is, yeah, I made a copy in the back of a parenthesis in the Mimer, in the Rechaim, it says, it's in parenthesis. <coughs> Mitle Rebbe said that in passing. So let me explain, let me tell you what it is. The Mittler Rebbe says that people could be split, general, into two groups. Of course, there are many, many types of people. Personalities of people could be split into two. And he calls it the two extremes. Marashchaira, and at the other extreme, a Levano. I know we are a lot more used to hear the sense the term Marashchaira. Mara <coughs> is not very much used. But this is the way the Middle Rebbe explains. What is a Marashchaira? People wrongly describe a Marashchaira as somebody who is depressed. That's when we say, sad, depressed. No. Marashchaira is somebody who doesn't need an environment. A Marashchaira is somebody that um, he's more an introvert he's, he's into himself and there is no good or bad over here it's the way the Ebushche created us it's not the best way the, the best is always the, HaMitzua, the the middle path now we're describing the two extremes so Amar Heshare is somebody who is more into himself and he doesn't need the crowd around him and so on he doesn't necessarily need he doesn't feel some kind of stimulation by being surrounded by people, by being, you know, the, the center of attention. Such a person, his favorite pastime will be to, le- to read, to learn, because it doesn't involve anybody. You take a safer and you by yourself and you're having a very, very good time. That's it. Financially, such people are also more um, calculated, which means that they're not big spenders. Spending is an extension of yourself, okay? they're not going to be the guy who's going to say, this rounds on me, okay? Because that means, what, uh, you pay for yourself. I'm, I just, I want to drink. I'm going to drink myself. That's, that's the Marash khayran, Okay? And he's not, not being uh, stingy. That's, that's, mm. He doesn't need to extend himself. On the other hand, you have the Mara Levana at the other extreme. That's a jolly guy. The one who always needs to have a crowd around him. As soon as he walks in the room, he's going to start with a joke because he's gonna get a reaction. That's the whole thing about comedy. a shock, the reaction, and so on, and the reaction feeds on it. And therefore, he always needs to have that environment. Most likely, um, such a person is the kind of guy who is going to spend money on himself and on others, because spending is an extension of yourself. You're just going out out there. And he's gonna invite people into his environment by buying them stuff and so on, by giving them things, He's, he's sharing That's more of a Mara Levano. When it comes to learning, such a person has a very hard time. Because he's going to be sitting down in front of a sefer, but there's so many people around he could talk to. There's so much things he could say. And, you know, this guy is is the the nightmare of the Mashgiach in Zal. (laughs) You know? But, so that is the two extremes. Now, the Mara Shchire, when he's learning the whole day, the Mahashchayre is learning all day. Of course, he has a beautiful. We're going to praise him. But could you compare to the little bit of learning that the Maralvana is doing? When the Maralvana is learning even a little bit, it took effort. It <clears> took a <throat> Shinuya Regilus, a Shinuya Teva. He had to change himself. He had to transform himself. That's a huge Avayda. Even if it's a little bit. What he learned compared to the Marash Choyre who learned a whole day, there's no much, there's a lot more value to it. So here came Rabbi Hanina Ben Tradyon and he's learning toire the whole time and he can't stop learning toire to the risk of his life. And he's teaching Torah to the risk of his life. Rabbi Yosef ben kismay is telling him, if you continue like this, it's the end. You're gonna get killed in to no now. Am I getting oil on my boat? What is his question? His question is: Is my learning something that is my nature? Am I by nature somebody who's, who's only interested in learning? Am, am I a mashkayir, and that's why I can't stop learning? In that case, if I get killed for learning Torah, I love that I'm getting oil and That's what I like to do. That's my nature. Rabbi Kisma answers him: tell me about your action." Rashi three words, let me hear how you behave. This is really the key to the whole bio I need to know what kind of person you are. What kind of person you are, I cannot know if I only see one calf, the way you learn. What kind of person you are, I need to hear your actions. So you say, oh, this paspurim, I spent twice, three times the amount of money that I gave out that I didn't have to. From this, the words of the Mittler Rebbe, "Shemizem From this, you see that by nature, you are a Marol Levono. You are a spender. So Vehim can kol Mesus nefesh elohay Ashkid or Rabba lesekatayra en bashum Taruves minativus the nefesh and nagaklal. His learning, his constant learning Torah, has nothing to do with his nature. It was all an avoider. So therefore, of course, you're getting Elam Abba. Now it turns out from all this that the money that he gave on Purim, extra money he gave on Purim, was not the reason for the Elam Abba. It was the indication that he deserves Elam Abba for the Torah that he's learning. It was an indication that is a Mahalevana and therefore all this life that he's learning was really an available. And that makes sense with the Beshah You have learned all life. It was a struggle, it was an effort. You deserve a huge reward. Usually I'm asked. And why it's not the other way around? Clearly, no. Oh, so <laughs> that's interesting is that yeah. if you only look at the al in the in, Torah, in, uh, in, uh, I think the Lushan was that the heaven mizeh sheumaravachullu. Okay, so <laughs> you could take it either way. So the first answer, which truth is, would be only halfway a good answer. Is that okay, Zalzain? What difference does it make? The whole point over here is that you get to because of your effort. So, your effort is that you gave extra tzedakah and you went in Pazranes. Or, your effort is that you learned, even though you're a Pazran, you're a the is it. It would have been true if not what the Middle Arabic clearly says it was a Mara Okay, This is the, the, the real answer. All right? be flat according to what we say before that Elama we cannot say that this is the way it is, okay? Because Kama means he learned his whole life, and that's the way it is. <coughs> you can't say he's talking about someone else. These two people are about by two Mr. Both, Sikers. okay. You could have said that. The minister never. One minute got Elamav. Yeah. Other people with the whole way. You could have said that because. No, the, the but, then you, but then he says you got Elamav because you're stuck. So before you lose you really got me a So no, it's a when he says is that you got I know you're getting a lamaba because you were a Pazran. Yeah. And um, and and Rashi, let's turn back to Rashi. Rashi, when he says <laughs> why why I'm sure you're getting such a huge Alamaba? <laughs> you were a spender. So that means Yoyl is coming because by nature you are a spender. If I'm fitting if I'm in Rashi's word in the Middle Rebbe's words, Yoyl is coming because you are a spender. By nature you are a spender, and therefore you, mm-hmm. um, now by giving extra on Purim, you have shown that you went uh, by, by learning Torah the whole day, all the time, you have shown that you have overcome that moral um, uh, <coughs> Aversion to learning, if you could say. Obstacle. And therefore, for that, you're getting Also, I brought just one, um, in the bottom, one thing. No, in the, the, the middle one. In the words that the Rebbe brings in the sichre, <coughs> that afal piaz eze bichanian bent radion at sich meiser nefesh given. Afesek ha-teirah. Bichnetzu machin sichre azam, so is nefesh, afesek ha-teirah is nit mitzad teva this was the whole idea over here. Was that what Rabbi, Hanidah, what Rabbi Yosef Ben what wanted to make sure is by asking Kluma is <coughs> to say, is Yulimudat Toyre coming mitzada teva? No, it's not mitzada teva, because you teva is a pazren therefore you maral And for that you get Ilamabo. Of course, we could ask ourselves, what could we learn from this? You now, there is a, a, an interesting ma'aseh that uh, once somebody came to the tzemach tzedek and he was complaining and he says, Oi, Rebbe, I don't have any interest, I don't have any desire to learn Torah." And the tzemach tzedek looked at him and he says, "No, and what should I do that I What should I do that I do have Heshek to learn Torah?" Which means, so what is, what is the, the, that? Tzemach Tzedek wasn't just like, uh, you know, trying to, to you know, being passive-aggressive over here. The, the, the Tzemach Tzedek was telling him you have such a schus, you have no heishek to learn. Every time you sit and you learn, it's, it's a huge schus. Because it's an effort, it shows that you're making, a, working against your nature. How can I get such a schus? Me? Who by nature, I'm interested in learning. All I want to do is learn. How am I going to get that? So that's what he says. So this is... Uh, um, there is... Um, often we will be discouraged... When we look out at our matzah and we say to ourselves, no, what do you want from me? I am, I am a marlevana. That's the kind of guy. Your description that you gave before, that's mamish me. So what do you expect from me? They so say, ah, with this great, uh, now you have the great opportunity that every time you sit down and you focus on your learning, this is, this is what, this is what the schools that you are getting much greater than the guy but by him you know the the one who always wins the chidon, you know you know that kid so but you you're gonna sit down and learn a little bit more you'll see how much more you are getting out of this and the ikir is to show that our avoider shouldn't be this is one more other brings over here our avoider cannot be in one cave there is the. It's interesting the way the have describes in different sikhah they they have the describes this whole story without knowing the story you, you know it sounds like something else Isa bkhanina der Auer brängte von der Bkhanida bint Radun versat Giton zwei Jonen in Maise versat Giton in Kava Hassed und na zweite Maise in Kava Gvura It doesn't sound like this story Right? Yeah. But that's the way the ebbe looked at the story. The ebbe looked at the story in the depth of the story. What is the depth of the story? There is this kavachesed Hased that is the hashpah, the pazrones, giving out. Kava is to fasten your seatbelt and force yourself and sit down, go against your nature and sit and learn. So here the ebbe is taking it one step further. He's saying he's not only the glick of Rabbi Chanab and Trajan Zavida is not, not only the fact that he transformed himself, but it's much more than that. Is that he was able to work with two kavim at the same time, the kavahesed and the kavagvura. He's a pazarin kavahesed, but he knows to restrain his his maralevana in other areas, for example, in learning. Which is kavakvura, Because you must always do your avoid uh, even if your nature is in one side, you always must do your avoida in the two in the two ways, in the two directions. Because if you're only doing into one, even if it's the one that you were oived and you worked until it became a tevasheni, Ba is a Tevashini. So we'll never know if you're working only because of your teva or because of your avoida. Only when you are working in both Kavim. Always a fusion of the chesed and the gvura. Always a fusion of your nature, the good of your nature, how you could use your nature for good things, and the control of your nature, for the, the part of your nature that requires control. That is the Shleim of And for that was the whole praise of Rabbi Chanan ben This It's very interesting. And in one Sikh, they'll be saying like this this is, you know. Sh- Pointing out on one part of the Avoida, which is transformation. In a different Sikh, the takes it further and he says, but even more than that, the transformation you still have to show uh, residue traces of your nature. Because there are traces of your nature should be used for the positive. Who? Yeah. So, what's that? A, qu- a question is if somebody sits and learns all day, and it's only mitzadi's nature, and he hasn't done anything to, uh, to 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 break his nature, so then his elamabo uh, is probably questionable. He's yeah. gonna get elamabo. Uh, Mr. is gonna get kol Israel Hashem but it's not gonna be the type of elamabo that Rabbi Yisimikisme saying. I wish I get this one. Rabbi that, that's, that's, that's what the Rebbe, the Rebbe established that for that reason. The <laughs> Morash the people who are not. It's, it's like interesting, country. yeah, yeah. It's like interesting that, you know, once, once the um, real Pevsner was in Echides, actually I saw it in the letter, but uh, they ever told him that he has to, you know, he was a Rob, in Paris, he was the Rob of Lubavitch. And it was a Moirin going I mean, uh, I tell you that the game we played with him in is that if we find three words written in in Ksav, ripped off in the Shemes, we'd bring it to him, he would look at it and would say, uh, <laughs> and he would go like this, say, that's where it is. The guy was uh, uh, a. The an introvert. Huh? So him. it's exactly, so he told the rabbi, the Rebbe told him, that he has to do in a fatza. He told the rabbi, get it? I'm, I'm, I'm more of a timid kind of guy. The rabbi told him, so learn from me. Yeah. yeah. He said, said, said learn from me because I am also like this, but every day I worked on myself to be able to make a difference on the world. I have to work on myself. He said he didn't want to go door to door to, door to get people to sign up for school. He'd rather be at home learning. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was his, his thing. Uh, but I could tell you I know him well. I mean, is off the record, I know him well. He did this avoidance transformation. <laughs> he did a good job <laughs> from going <laughs> <laughs> from, <laughs> <laughs> from going to the other extreme of uh, totally not being an introvert which is, which is, <laughs> is the end of the avoidance. maybe you were, still an introvert. Uh, I'm saying you were still an introvert yeah yeah but it, it required an effort yeah uh, a, a huge effort uh, both sides have to change your midis exactly it could never you Avaide should never be only one only because of your midis and two only in one cup has to be a transformation of humidus but still has to be in both kavim, Humidus and the other side, and that that's a constant. Avoiding we have we have to have, and that's really what, what this whole mice is about. It's interesting that uh, um, on a different on a on a different uh, on a different <coughs> note, the Ebbe brings this mice once when he's talking about the need to uh, the need to learn to learn Torah barabim. So he's saying Rabbi Chanab Tradio and was learning Torah barabim that was in a way in which he put himself in danger and is very reminiscent of the way in the soviet uh, union when the friday was telling people to go and to open hadorim and so on learning to rabbi was also involving Mrs. nefesh and uh, so he's saying that now however when you're coming in in america and uh, it's not there is not not only there is no Misus nefesh anymore you're going to be able to learn Tariq Rabbi without any Misrus Nefesh. On top of that, you're not going to get burnt, you're going to get a Shekoyah. People are going to recover it. That reminds me of Meister that when Abnissin came out when with this group, you know, and followed exactly the same uh, trip that, uh, that so many of our brethren are taking right now in Ukraine, they crossed and uh, they crossed Lvov, it was called Lemberg in those days. Um, he sat down with the Bachim and he says, Ach, Bachim. Yesterday, they caught us learning. For learning, it will be three years in Sibyl. For teaching, it will be at least 10 years not And right now, a day later, we're going to get COVID and subsidies. Yeah, you know, that's not. Look at the difference. Look at the change. We have to work on ourselves that now we're learning of Torah. is not going to be because of the COVID and subsidies. Anyway, that was a missing scout. But the Rebbe was saying, you're not going to get Mr. Sneps. You're not going to get uh, a risk like Rabbi Don't worry, you're going to get, you're going to get covered. You're going to get the shikoyach. That, that's, that's what's going to happen. But Agav he says that uh, it's interesting that perhaps he says the the, the difference between the Fridkhe and Rabbi The Fridkhe wanted that the Limuda Torah was bemachteres. They all learning in, in you know in hiding. They were in bunkers learning Torah. Why did Rabbi Hannah ben Trajan did it in public? He so, said so he did it in public because he fe- feared that if he does it in hiding, one more year is not going to find out about it. If he does it in public, Taki is risking his life, but at least more people will hear about it and more yid will learn Torah. And what was the Friedrich Rebbe's Cheshben? The other way around. <laughs> he says Friedrich Rebbe's Cheshben was, if I don't get caught, I'll be able to teach Torah one more day, one more month, one more year to this fewer people, but for longer. So they both is, so, so they concluded that today we don't have to worry about any of this. We could learn Torah Barabim without taking any risk. And if we have the Milo of both, that we could keep on learning for one more day, one more year. And we could also, by doing it Barabim and, and publicizing it, encouraging more people to come and learn, and learn Torah. That's the Milo of learning Torah Barabim as, as uh, this is, this. Uh, Moiset doing right now, but this is Torah was told to us. The Ben was told to us to every individual. This is not only the responsibility of Moisdes, but this is the the for every one of us. That whatever we learn and whatever opportunity we have, we have to go and Tishtere Barabim. And if we say, "I, that's not my nature," and that time I'd rather learn on my own, <laughs> no, Ben also, wasn't his nature to sit and learn the whole day. Go beyond your nature and, and, and act in both ways of Chesan of Gvura, and then definitely that all of the Giluim the that we will have is not Aldeikh what you saw, Mataroye, you know, Giluim that, uh, that, that what are you seeing? But we'll see all the giluim, the chesed and brachamim, the toy, the nireh Amen.